Give it up, hon. Nice to get that first one, baby. It's playoff baseball high atop the west side at Cherry Hill, baby. Go Phils! Damn. Got to get that first game in the best of three, man. Hail to the Chief, man. Holy Toledo. That was sweet tonight. 4-1. We'll take it. You know, Marlins are pesky, but here we are uh, doing a, uh, a post-game playoff uh, run here. As long as the Phillies are playing, you'll be getting a show. Uh, we're going to try to try to keep it to about 20 minutes, hit the hot stuff. Was going to dive into the other games, but I really don't have the time or energy to, to do all that. Nothing too special to write about anyway with the other games today. Uh, let's talk about the one that was exciting. 4-1 win. Wheeler. Man, I'll tell you what, Zach Wheeler. Holy Toledo. Talk about a, uh, a good free agency sign in 2019. What were the Mets, and uh, this is before Cohen and all that stuff, Will Ponds, where was there? What were they thinking? How do you let this guy go? Uh, for us, he's had a, a 1.008 whip. 1.039, and actually, this year's his worst one, uh, believe it or not. He certainly didn't pitch two worst to Diddy this year, 1.078. First year was 247 Ks um, and uh, 213 innings pitched. Um, playoffs last year, 278, 35 innings pitched with only 19 hits. Well, we'll never forget the Houston game when he came out. I thought tonight reminded me a lot of that Houston game. I forget exactly uh, what JT said. He was throwing uh, lightning uh, strikes or arrows or something. JT's way of being polite, saying to coach, of all the games ever, this was not the one we should have pulled uh, Zach Wheeler. Uh, tonight, he was in control that much. It was the Marlins, not Houston. Let's factor that in. And then it's funny, when they hit the wall, they talk about the innings wall. You know, you got the clock this year. You got all the things that I think what you're going to see based on today is you didn't have anybody today go nine innings and throw a three-hitter. You're not going to see that postseason. Those days are bye-bye. And you're going to see pitchers, I think, tire sooner than other years. And I think you saw that tonight with uh, Wheels because his uh, miles per hour dropped suddenly. Uh, he was, you know, 99, and then the next thing you know, he was 95. And starts to, when you lose velocity, you lose confidence to locate. Because if I make a mistake, you know, they love a fastball at 94 miles an hour. So you start pitching around the black, and you start losing control a little bit, and bad things can happen. But what a great win, 4-1, to one, unbelievable game, little suspense there late. Uh, as I said, the Marlins are pesky. Uh, I don't know what they were thinking on some of their bats, but let's just have a quick review here of, uh, of some of the some of the highlights. What do you say? Eleven hits uh, and zero home runs, Mister Eskin. That the Phillies could only win when they hit a home run. I hope all the uh, speaking of sports listeners all buzz his tower on Saturday morning. Uh, well, let's see how the next couple of games go. And uh, remind him of 11 hits. Three doubles is nice. Uh, Trey stays hot. You know, Casty looking good. Three uh, for 14 runners in scoring position. Not bad. 
Uh, the bottom line is they get, get they score the runs they need to, right? Um, we'll take it. The um, base running, uh, well, we start off, let's talk about defense. Hey, no errors. Beautiful. The team that's been uh, criticized often, yours truly, regarding their defense with uh, uh, an errorless night and some really nice glove work. Uh, the the play that Baum makes uh, saves a run, maybe. I don't know that they're bouncing pitches, uh, you know, with a runner on third. Mo- most often not. You take the liberty to bounce a pitch when there's not a runner at third base. Um, and once they move over, you, you don't see that again most often. Uh, but great play by Baum there that saves two runners moving over. And uh, start with an outstanding play in the first inning. We also had uh, Pache, whatever heck his name is, with a catch that our other guy would not have made. Could we all agree on that? So what kind of inning is that? If that's a leadoff single or if the other guy was out there and it bounces off him and it's, it's a, it's a two base hit uh, and Stott doesn't make the play, you know, he can have a, a one, two run first inning, right? Whole different ball game. But when you come out the field and you make the plays and I saw that in the other games a little bit today, uh, just ask the Rays how they did. They were charged with four errors and they technically had seven. Uh, but that was that game. <laughs> Let's talk about this game where we did play defense. The um, It was fantastic. Al- Alvarado comes in. He's absolutely positively. Hey, when he's right, he's filthy. And when he's not, he's scary as hell. But, you know, right now he's filthy. Um, I don't know how anybody can hit that stuff coming from a big left hand like that. How First of all, how intimidating it looks. The pitch looks like it's coming out of his hand at you. Um, some things tonight that were head scratching by the Marlins. Um, Jazz Chisholm up there um, after a um, a bunch of balls in a row and 2 out count to him with a runner on or two runners on. And he swings at the next pitch and, uh, and, and pops it up. You know, to get him back in the game, man, you just need a single right there. Just a selfish at bat. But, boy, he saved the run on one heck of a play going to his left. You didn't think he had a play at the plate. Goes to his left by 20, 30 feet. Gets there as quick as hell. And then turns and throws a, not a BB to home plate, but a really good throw to home plate. You get the outs, great throw, right? Uh, I was surprised to see the put out at the plate on that ball. Um, so he did a nice job there. Turner runs it well, and he's never going to be thrown out the rest of his life. I don't know why our hitters will not take a pitch, and I don't know why when they do, Trey doesn't run sooner. I have not got an answer to that yet this year because when you're, you know, when you're a million for a million, it doesn't matter what they're going to do. Okay, I guess the reason he's hanging out two pitches is to avoid the pitch out. Um, well, he should be a dead duck on a pitch out. I'm not so sure he is with the jump that he gets. But be that as it may, I would, with one strike or one ball, I'm going after one pitch. I'm absolutely gone, especially if it's ball one where you can't afford to pitch out. I say that, but teams strategically will read your mind and pitch out often 1-0. If you, if you trust your pitcher, they'll do it. Um, but the defense played their played their butts off. 
Um, the the Marlins kid, uh, Arise, Arise uh, one for four, should have been two for four. Man, he's playing on a bad wheel. Um, what a pure hitter. I mean, it's just such a pleasure to watch him keep his hands in and take everything inside out. He's just a fantastic hitter. Uh, I set the bar at 265 for the playoffs. He's one for four. He's at 250. Um, you know, the reason that they have Chisholm batting fourth or third, wherever it is, is he's got 26 walks in 400 at-bats. You talk about a guy that's not going to give you any on-base percentage, uh, career 305. So they're kind of stuck with him in a sense. But uh, Josh Bell, man, he's just a, a professional hitter. You know, he's, he's still tough as heck. Uh, the base running we can talk about a little bit, okay? We have uh, uh, we have Schwarber not tag up. You know, at first I'm texting everybody that he's got to go there. It is Kyle Schwarber running. Uh, you do have Harper up next. He's a, he's a you know a playoff phenom. Uh, postseason like eleven twenty six OPS comes up with one out even with the lefty. I kind of trust Harper there, uh, but he can read that. He can start hard, and when he sees the direction of the throw, pick it back up. That does happen, by the way, because the play is right in front of you. So you can get back to the bag, cheat just a smidgen, take off hard, and if you see that throw buzzing the line, coming in you know, chest high, you can break and go back. You're not going to cut and throw them back yet. You see the throw going left towards the pitcher's bound. That's no man's land, okay? They're not going to pick that up, turn, and throw. You got it. So I think you should have broke and read the ball, read the throw. And uh, after that, you got Cassidy thrown out with nobody out. That's a rule. That's a rule. We all know it's a rule, but I just got done saying I didn't expect his to be able to put the ball on the plate. He did. Uh, I don't know that it's terrible to be aggressive there, but you can't make the first out of an inning at home plate. We know that. I do believe it was the first out. I, I maybe should have checked that. I, from memory, recollect it was the first out. And then, as if 0 for 2 base running isn't enough for the guy that takes it upon himself to win, Harper, third time, says, uh-uh, he ain't stopping me. I'm going to bust right on through that stop sign. I knew he was, too. I'm screaming, go regardless. And that's exactly what he did. And uh, the, the little things they don't show you. And the broadcast team tonight was just okay. I'd love to say they were great because they're knowledgeable guys, but there's so many things they missed. They talked about what uh, the uh, Arise does, uh, Arise does to uh, every day, his ritual to what makes him such a great hitter. And I and I, I turn the volume up, I black out, b- b- block out all the other noise and distractions, you know, put the puppy in a headlock, and I want to hear this. I want to learn educational, and I can't wait. I'm like, come on, stick with the story, guys. And they they self interrupt. You know what I mean? There's there's no legit interruption. Like sometimes that happens because of some, you know the play. No, they they, they just are, are just babbling and uh, and they interrupt each other. You know, as if they're mindless. You know, uh, aren't you curious as to the point you're making about what his? So I have to look that up to see what he does all day long. Apparently, before he makes his better, does anything, he gets up and hits ropes all over the lot. You know, and. Uh, and when you bat 354 in Major League Baseball against this brand of pitching, yeah, you damn well you're doing that kind of work, okay? But it was just, uh, in many ways, a perfect game. I say perfect in as much as you're never going to have zero walks. You can. Um, 
But it was as close to perfect. You know, you're going to rave about the Phillies offense tonight with the 11 hits and three doubles, and they did it without home runs, blah, 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 and three for 14, you're running a scoring position. Too bad. Uh, and no one's going to say, you know, in the new era, oh, they struck out 10 times. It's incidental because you strike out now. You get a hit, you strike out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's some balls at play, but but that's the new era of baseball. They struck out 10 times, but that doesn't detract from anything at all. Um, just a great game with, with no errors or defense. And by the way, Mr. 23 Arias this season, we're talking about Trey Turner. Yes, he did have 23. I typed out 18, and I had to go catch check my own math. And when I did, I was horrified to see it was uh, 23. That is a ton coming off of uh, 20 last year. So you're talking about a shortstop with, you know, 43 errors in two seasons. Ouch. But a lot of his errors this year were throwing off the backhand, trying to get his footwork right. And tonight he had some nifty backhands where he kept the weight right to get in back of the ball. Because if you're not in back of the ball in the right form to throw, you'll sail her. But he didn't. But that means you have to make it a little tougher backhand to shift that weight. And I, the three balls tonight, I'm thinking, oh, he's not going to do it. And he made the backhand, I'm, and then I'm waiting for the high throw. And one of them was high, but he, but it was just low enough. Um, and that's always going to be just uh, hold your breath. But uh, bullpen gets the job done. I think Kimbrough right now is a tad shaky. I don't know that I can trust him, but we're, we're going to nail this thing down tomorrow. Um, we're going to win it in two. I, I think the Marlins will, will are taking their antidepressant medicine tonight. When you're best of three away uh, and you put out your best effort and your star is hurt, he's limping. He should be in the lineup. Um, I couldn't believe they didn't pinch run for him late in the game when Arise was on first base. Okay, you're going to ask this guy to try to score a double or just, you know, forego the run. I mean, it's just your star, man. You need this guy healthy, and it's not likely you're gonna you're gonna tie this game anyway. I just thought they needed a pinch run there, and I thought they had another guy built like me on first base when it was three to one, and there were he was the tying run, and he got the second, and they weren't pinch running for him. Uh, you know, I forget his name, Burger, and uh, he looks like he's had his share of burgers. Uh, that's funny for me. Um, and they were and they got guys on the bench to pinch run. Like, how are they going to watch this guy get thrown out the plate? Nice game by Rojas. Man, is it nice to see the kids in the lineup? You didn't think that back in July, did you? Um, nice, nice to see Rojas in there and contributing. He's a stud. He's going. I think he's going to hit two eighty five plus next year. I hope he's in center. I hope that puts Marsh in left, where I think you'll you'll see him platoon. Uh, and then a few tricky things have to happen. But uh, who had the worst game of at anyone? That's that's a no-brainer, the third base coach. Um, but they, they still won. That's what counts. And in the other games, uh, nothing that was uh, too fantastic. The Rangers got a good pitching performance. As I mentioned, the Rays had about 20 hours. They charged them with four uncharacteristic. I'm getting sick of saying uncharacteristic about Tampa. Because they always get to the postseason, and people use the word uncharacteristic. Well, guess what? If that's how you play in every postseason, it is the norm. It is characteristic, okay? But they really laid an egg. 
hey, the Twins are tough. The Twins hit. They got power OPS, and they got pitchers. So there's no shock there. The game of the night, if it weren't the Phillies, was the Diamondbacks 6-3. Brewers lose their stud. Um, what does that do to the team morale and everything and the buzz factor? You know, the guy comes back, and he, he looks like, like all world like he is. And, uh, you know, you lose the guy, and it's just devastating. Um, I was I was it was really uh, sorry to hear that, um, but I'll tell you they they trailed in that game three nothing, and they came back with a bunch of home runs. Uh, Carroll had a big night. That kid's a stud. Walker, they got a nice team, man. They definitely with uh, as I say, the kid from Eustis, they could give somebody fits. I think they're going to uh, knock out Milwaukee, who was the favorite with all that pitching, and they improved their lineup too. And it looks like Arizona's going to get it done. When you make a comeback like that, when you're down 3 nothing, man, you're, you're sending a message out there to baseball that you're for real and maybe that you're relaxed in the postseason bats. I mean, Corbin Carroll, I mean, you got to be kidding me. How, how full of anxiety could he be, all right? First playoff series, on the road, all that stuff, and this kid's playing like a champ, nice and relaxed, slowing the game down. That's a beautiful thing. So it's, uh, it's on to... Uh, game two, and let me double check here my uh, my math because uh, I believe that we have for sure. Just want to double check here, which you may have to edit me here a little bit. Yes, we have uh, Nola against Lefty Garrett. Uh, not quite as formidable as tonight's pitcher for Miami, and uh, we uh, we did fine there. When that guy's on um, with the sweeper and he's hitting the edge low. I mean, he f- threw a couple pitches to Harper that weren't hittable. You just, you know, you're not going to hit them. They're strikes. You know, the umpire, I thought tonight, I thought he helped the Phillies a little more than he did uh, uh, whoever the hell he played tonight. I totally forget already. Ha ha, the, uh, the fish. Um, but, uh, you know, when your home plate umpires are inconsistent, that's what you're going to get. You know, you're going to get some that could have gone your way, opposite to, but he certainly wasn't consistent. But put yourself in his shoes and try to call a game when you got lefties throwing those sweepers, okay, at at a hundred. All right, coming out of the, the where their arm slot is with that spin rate, diving down like dive bombs, and you got Alvarado coming in. First of all, you just want to take care of your your own safety with that guy throwing, all right? And you gotta call the the pitcher breaks real hard and cuts across the black low at the, on top of the – I mean, that's just – that five zone, that's impossible, right? So it's easy to blame the umpires. Uh, that's not the takeaway. If there's a negative tonight for the Phillies, no doubt it's the third base coaching, uh, and they have to improve that, you know, because in a close game, that's you can't, you can't have three mistakes, you know, at least two, but probably three as you replay the game, all right? So uh, we'll be doing this every time the Phillies play. Thank you, Richie, for doing a little bit of extra work here during the playoffs. Going to have fun with it. Keep it brief. Uh, hopefully cover everything in the game that uh, warrants uh, mention. Uh, anything that I missed there as far as uh, when I was watching the game, I said to myself, I can't believe that. Yeah, I take notes. I scribble notes down. I put them in my phone, and I, then I can't read them. Anyway, so good luck to the Phillies tomorrow. Looks like another gorgeous day. Ballpark tonight, that's the thing I wanted to say, how electric 
the bank was. I mean, it, right now, the Phillies, Hootsbah, the Gravitas, the Mantra, the whole thing at Citizens Bank Park, there is no second to any environment in Philly. Eagles fans all day long talk about, you know, forget about it. I'm not going to go there. There is no more electric atmosphere. The Phillies from the pregame, my, my friends were texting me, it's just like last year. You know, then, then Hoskins goes out. There. By the way, they go long enough. He, we will be on the active roster. You damn well know that, okay? Then you really got some lineup problems. Yeah, But we'll see who's hitting at that time. We'll see who's hitting. Could be one name that may not be in the lineup. <clears throat> I'm not going to say it. But anyway, the park was electric tonight, and that's so cool. To see. The Phillies the fans have just embraced this team, this clubhouse, and um, and they remember what it was like last year, and they picked it right back up tonight. That was the, the my my biggest takeaway: how that ballpark was just dialed back in to where we left it last year, and that's cool. All right, so over and out. Have yourself a great uh, Wednesday. Let's go Phillies. Let's get game two. Get a little break. Reset some of the pitching. Uh, zero in on the Braves. That I don't have the. I am absolutely confident that we neutralize the Braves better in the bullpen, uh, better starting pitching deeper, and uh, give up a little bit of OPS. Of course, team had 850 OPS. All right, we're 780. Sure, you give up OPS. But, you know, home runs aren't as prolific uh, as they are, of course, in the regular season. Um, but I don't fear the Braves. I really don't. But let's take care of this first. We got, we got, to, we got to win this one first, right? All right, gang, have a great Wednesday, and I look forward to talking to you tomorrow night. Same place, about the same time, and hopefully the same results. All right? Happy Wednesday. Big win.